Welcome to the Creative Homeschool Podcast. In this podcast, I'm coming at you to deliver you a weekly dash of creativity to make your homeschool exciting for your kids, but for you too. We're going to explore all of the different ways to creatively homeschool. Games, field trips, unit studies, writing activities, kid businesses, art, and more. I'm your host, Julie Soule, longtime homeschool mom, shenanigan enthusiast, espresso drinker, and founder and co-owner of Soul Sparklets Art. I've helped thousands add creativity and joy to their homeschool, and I'm ready to help you too. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome back to the Creative Homeschool Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Soule. Today, we are talking paper. So if your kids love creating at home in any capacity, you might be wondering, what on earth do we create on? Do we get one of those mixed media pads of paper? What exactly is the best? I'm going to share a little secret of the best paper that I have found to create on in my own homeschool. A little backstory first, I don't have a huge house. And the whole idea of having 30 different types of paper for my homeschool when my kids want to create, which is regularly, was a little bit daunting. Do I have paper for markers and then one for watercolor and then one for pencils and then one for just drawing when they want to draw and then this heavier paper over here and so on and so forth. So I went hunting for the piece of paper that would kind of allow me to create just about anything. And I found it. It is called sulfite paper. That is S-U-L-P-H-I-T-E. Now, sulfite paper is a type of heavy-duty construction paper, but it is not construction paper. So the construction paper you would have used in school is pretty flimsy. And if you try to paint on it, it will actually roll up like a scroll. I know because I have tried. Sulfite paper is heavy duty. You can get it in different weights. And I'll talk about what weight you're looking for in a second. With sulfite paper, you can paint on it, draw on it. You can even use watercolors on it and do different techniques. It does curl up a little bit, but it can be easily flattened. But sulfite paper, the one that I love to use, comes in packs of 500, which you might think, you know, Julie, that's that's a lot of paper. And you know what? It's a really good thing because I buy a pack of that 500 and then it lasts for a really, really long time. You can also save some money by buying a pack of 12 by 18, so that really big paper, and taking half of it and cutting it in half. And then you have really big sheets. If you have kids who are really artsy, you'll love those bigger sheets of paper, and you'll have some of the regular size as well. So let's talk about the weight of paper. Whether you get sulfide paper or not, chances are you've run into those mixed media pads at Michael's or at Target, and they say mixed media. That should mean that you can do anything on them. However, chances are if you've ripped a piece of paper out and you put it on your table and you paint on it or use markers on it, the markers and paint go right through it, which, you know, I didn't really want my table decorated quite like that. So, those pads of paper are usually 50 to 60 pound weight. What you are looking for is something that is a minimum of 80 pounds. 90 is great, but you don't need 90 unless you have a real free-spirited artist on your hands. Getting a pack of 80 pound is really the way to go. 
It will save you money. It will also really improve your artist's view of their work. When you have paper that is ripping, tearing, stuff's going through it, and it's not doing what you expected it to do, can be frustrating for artists. Now, this paper is also fabulous for writing on. And like I said, you don't need to paint on it, but you can do anything on this paper. It's also really brilliant white. So I've included a link to the one that I love. It's True Ray Sulfite. Sometimes Sulfite doesn't pop up in an Amazon description. It's an affiliate link that I shared, but please shop around. Sometimes it'll pop up in that little blue oval that will say sulfite or vat dyed sulfite. Sometimes it'll pop up in the actual description of the product itself. The link that I shared is definitely sulfite. I'll share a link to the 80 pound and the 90 pound. But if you're looking for one kind of paper to have for your homeschool and you have kids that love to create and you can do just anything with this paper, Sulfite really is the way to go. Now, if you have a whole bunch of construction paper in your house right now and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have all this paper, well, what am I going to do with it? Regular construction paper is really good for collage work and for just making scraps and experiments. You know, when your kids decide to suddenly try to create a box or you want them to cut up little pieces of paper and glue it or they want to write notes to each other or practice math problems on. Save that construction paper. By all means, do not throw it out. Do not recycle it. But you will notice a huge difference between sulfite paper and your regular construction paper. Hey, this is a little bit of a shorter episode today, everyone. Next time, I'm going to talk to you about five games that I've discovered lately that are going to rock your homeschool and keep them coming with the suggestions. If you are not subscribing to our podcast yet, we would love it if you would hit subscribe and give us a review. Of course, we would love those five stars. It really helps a small company like us get to more homeschoolers and be able to help to give other homeschoolers a dose of creativity, a little bit of cheerleading, and a boost but it means more to me than you will ever know. So thank you so much for those of you who have already done that. Next time, we're going to be talking about games. And then the next episode after that, we're going to be talking about creating your own Pokedex. Now, if you're not a Pokemon fan, don't worry. I'm going to be sharing something that's really fun. If you have a child with any kind of collection, whether that's Pokemon, stuffed animals, or some other toy, but I'll be sharing a really fun writing activity, a little bit of writing, a little bit of art, and a little bit of photography too. And we'll be talking about that after our game episode. Hey everyone, till next time. that are running away from writing instead of toward it, chances are you're feeling a little bit frustrated. But that's because so many writing programs out there have kids writing things like, tell me about your bedroom, instead of things that kids actually want to write. So I'd like to introduce you to the Delicious Diner course. What is it? 
It's a writing course for kids. It gets them writing effortlessly. They're having fun. They're creating their own delicious diner by marketing, writing help wanted ads, writing recipes, menus, learning about floor plans, writing, grammar, typing, entrepreneurship, and it's all through using Canva. There's even the first section of the course where I'm gonna teach kids how to use Canva and how to get started. And if you're not familiar with Canva, you might really like watching it too. Canva is a graphics design software. You can use it completely for free. There is a paid version. You do not need the paid version in order to have fun with this course. But as an introductory offer, we are offering it for $10 off instead of $29. You can grab it for $19. It's a one-time purchase. It's for the entire family. Check the link in the show notes for the link to learn more and sign up and make sure to come hungry.